girl maestro and you are tuned into another episode of fears unfiltered so march is a very special month to me yes because it's pisces season yes because it's my birthday month which means i celebrate all the live long day all 31 of the days um but it's also special because march is designated as women's history month since 1987, March has been set aside and designated as the time of year where we acknowledge the contributions of women and events in history and society and really celebrate our accomplishments. For a long time, women's history and women's role in our country as a whole was virtually ignored and discounted as a key part of many pivotal moments a lot of the liberties and freedoms and achievements that we've made would not be possible without the leadership the courage the strength the bravery the intelligence uh, the love of women across this country and across the world so we have a right to be proud we have a right to be celebrated and we use the month of march to do that now if you did not know I am a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and this year my line sisters and I decided to do something special for Women's History Month. Because it's March and because today is International Women's Day, we decided to do a little bit of an Instagram takeover where we're all going to touch on our passion areas from everything from women's health to beauty and skincare to mental health and wellness and really just give you some amazing content for women by women. And the best part is after the Instagram takeover tonight at 730 Eastern, we are going to have a women's wind down chat where we just have a candid conversation about what it means to be a black woman in 2020. The highs, the lows, and everything you need to know to thrive in business, to thrive in life, and to just thrive as a woman. So if you have not done so yet, make sure you register. Be sure to tune in tonight. It's going to be a fun time. And bring your wine glasses because we will be drinking. Y'all know your girl Maestro is going to be hosting. And if I'm going to do it, I got to do it with a little, little drink or something, okay? So um, I'm looking forward to chatting with the ladies tonight and getting your questions and just having a good time. Now, I know I usually kick the show off with a highlight of the week. But we're going to start a little bit differently this week because it's Women's History Month. And I want to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. And um, that is being a mom. Now, bring your ass back before you motherfuckers without kids be like, mm, this ain't for me. And skirt, skirt, turn around. Come have a seat. Because even if you are not a mother, you have friends who have kids, you know someone with kids, you may want kids at some point in life. And so this topic is something that we can all take from. So sit down and hush and let me learn you something, okay? I am the proud mother of an amazing eight-year-old boy. 
and he is the light of my life and the reason that I get up in the morning. Being his mom is the greatest joy and the greatest achievement of my life. However, comma, you know, once upon a time, I had hot girl dreams, you know, I, <laughs> I liked to run the streets. I liked to be out. Now, mind you, most of my hot girl dreams were around the time that I was in college where we all go a little crazy, but I did. I enjoyed that life. I, my senior year of college, I had a grand old motherfucking time and I got married young and I had my child young and it seemed like that life was quickly snatched away. And then I transitioned into mom and working mom at that. And my life changed drastically. Like there was no more hot girling. There was no more, you know, city girls up. I was totally 1 million percent focused on just being a mom and that's not to say I haven't had any fun in the eight years that my child has been born, but I've had to be very strategic about how I do it. And there's this this difficult balance that you have to master as a mom. And what I find is that when you become a parent, particularly when you become a mother, the first thing that seems to go is your womanhood, your sense of identity and who you are. Uh, sometimes your self-confidence because of all of the changes that your body goes through, your desires start to take a backseat, your self-care deteriorates. It's just a lot of things because there's this pressure that mom has to constantly be on. And when I became a mother, no one taught me the importance of maintaining a balance. No one taught me the importance of still keeping myself first, you know, because when you have a child, everybody thinks everything's about the baby, 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 baby. And that is partially true. You know, the baby didn't ask to be here. You have to take care of the child. But part of taking care of the child is being your best self and figuring out a healthy balance. And so that's what this conversation is about. How do you balance, you know, your hot girl lifestyle? And by hot girl lifestyle, I don't just mean running the streets. I mean your career, your family, your social interactions, staying true to your dreams and your desires, owning your sexuality and your sensuality, making room for self-care, and doing all of those things while still remaining a dope-ass mom. So spoiler alert, there is no one way to do this, right? What works for one person will not work for another person. And it's simply because the task is sometimes impossible to be fully committed to your work, to your family, um, and to yourself can be exhausting. It can be thankless. It can be tough. Um, to do those things and still be fully present as a woman. And so you have to figure out the best way to find the balance that works for your particular life. The tips that I'm going to share with you are just tips that I have learned and that I have applied and that work for me. Take what applies and if it don't apply, let it fly. Okay, so tip number one is probably the most important and that is to let go of that mom guilt. You are not abandoning your child or your responsibilities by making time and making room for yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. 
And so unless you are making space and room in your life to fill your cup up with the things that make you feel good and make you feel whole and the things that help you refresh and recharge, uh, you'll never be able to pour out into the different areas of your life that need you. No one can be all things to all people at all times. And so feeling guilty about not being with your child 100% of the time is not going to serve you. You have to be confident that decisions you are making are in the best interest of yourself and your family because your child knows that you love them and they will in time understand your sacrifice. So let that mom guilt go and make time for you. Tip two is to build a village that you can trust. Now, part of being able to do tip one, which is let go of mom guilt, is to make sure that when you are away or you are making time for yourself, that you can hand over your prized possession, your child, to people that you know you can trust them with. Whether that's daycare, whether that's, you know, neighbors or friends, Build the village that's going to be able to make it okay for you to take space. I would not be half the mom that I am without my family, my friends that have become family. I don't have family near me. And so it's not like I can just say, hey, grandma or hey, auntie, can you watch, you know, my son today? I have a village of people around me that I know if it comes down to it and I'm tied up with work or I'm tied up somewhere else that they are going to jump in because they love my child like he's their own and I can trust them with him. The people said a long time ago that it takes a village to raise a child and honey, they was not lying. So let your helpers help you. It's okay to accept the invitation for the sleepover and it's okay to accept the invitation for babysitting. You need time, you need space, and you need to trust your village to step up for you. Tip three for being a hot girl in a mom world. Um, Lower your goddamn expectations. And be kind to yourself. I don't know why y'all let Claire Huxtable make y'all think that if you are not cooking a healthy meal every day, if the house ain't picture perfect clean, if you're not a perfect parent, that somehow you are not measuring up. Baby, you're going to save yourself a lot of unnecessary stress if you just learn to be real with yourself. Your house does not need to be spit spot clean every time a guest come over. You do not have to bake the cookies for the school fundraiser, girl. Publix, bakery, lit. You understand me? Like, yes, we want home-cooked meals, and that's a great thing to strive for. However, comma, leftovers and takeout will still feed your family. Now, I'm not telling you to live like a slob or, you know, feed your baby McDonald's every day by any stretch of the imagination. All I'm saying is take a little bit of that pressure off yourself, okay? Which leads me to tip four. Use some of these time-saving hacks. Uh, Instacart will deliver your groceries, girl. Uber Eats, dinner right there on the table. Molly the maid, happy to come clean your house for you. If you can afford to build some of these things into your budget for convenience and take the pressure off of you, do that. It doesn't make you less of, of a mom that, you know, somebody else cleaned the bathroom and not you. Is the bathroom clean? It doesn't make you less of a mom that somebody else prepared dinner. Is everybody eating? Are we full? 
I know y'all grandmas got y'all thinking they was out here, you know, voluntarily being superwoman, but they weren't working the way that we got to work, y'all. You know, they, they wasn't on the clock like that. And so it's okay if you're not doing things the same way your Mima did. It's okay to plan strategically and, and take advantage of these new shortcuts that we have, okay? Nobody in your house is going to care that Instacart delivered the groceries and that they was not handpicked by you. What they're going to care about is if they can go in the pantry and get their fruit snacks and their juicy juice, okay? It's called thinking smarter, not harder. So save yourself some time and some frustration and go on put a little extra money into paying somebody else to do the shit that you don't have time to do or that you particularly don't like doing. Hmm, let's see what else um i could really do this shit all day because being a single mom for the last five years i've really had to figure out how to navigate and be the best mom i can be and also live my best city girl life and it's not always easy honey but i can assure you for me at least it has always been worth it so i ain't gonna hold you long uh i have a few more tips in the chamber but i think i'm going to end with tip five um of being intentional with your me time. And I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I cannot emphasize enough the importance of making room for yourself. Moms have a horrible habit of putting everybody's needs above their own. You got to take care of everybody first. And then you start thinking about, oh, what do I need? And by the time you get there, girl, you rinse and repeat. And you got to start back worrying about everybody else. So when I say be intentional with your meantime, I mean find time on a regular basis to do something that will allow you to relax and recharge yourself. I don't care if that's exercising. I don't care if it's meditation or going to the spa. It could be going to your favorite hookah lounge with your girls. I don't care what your me time looks like. As long as you are giving yourself that me time, because what me time does for you is it helps you appreciate things more. It helps you put things in perspective. It makes your your concerns and your fears and your anxieties feel less daunting. And it gives you space to regroup because life is going to always throw things at you. Life is going to always be hectic. There are going to always be things going on. And so if you don't give yourself time to take a step back and do the things that bring you joy, you ain't going to be a joy to nobody around you. So be intentional. Don't just make time for yourself, but be intentional about figuring out what makes you happy how you work that into your schedule and protect that time at all costs. And that's really it. That's Maestro's mommy tips on being a hot girl in a mom world. And there's no perfect way to do it. There's no one way to do it. You have to just do it in the way that works for you and your household. Being a mom is a piece of who you are, but it is not the totality of you. And so protecting your womanhood is really, really important. Can you be a working mom with a successful career, a fulfilling social life, and still pursue your dreams and desires? Of course, it's 1000% possible. It may not look the same way that you envisioned it, but don't let the people, don't let the streets fool you. Like women can still have it all.
Okay, so not a lot of time for Square Business this week, so I'm going to do sort of a lightning round and just touch on the things that caught my eye very quickly. So first things first, this past weekend was All-Star Weekend in Atlanta, and to nobody's surprise, a lot of you niggas were out and about without masks, without following social distancing protocols, just a hot-ass mess. I think... I can say with confidence that niggas that live in Atlanta weren't actually out in Atlanta. It was a lot of you out-of-town niggas coming here and spreading your COVID germs. Um, I just ask respectfully that you take that shit back to whatever state and city you are from and spread that shit there because Atlanta has had enough. Like, Mayor Bottoms has been telling y'all niggas to stop coming here and partying in her motherfucking city, and y'all cannot seem to follow instructions. So please take your ass home, take your COVID germs with you, and stay the fuck up out of Atlanta. Prayers and condolences to the family of 13-year-old Lyric Chanel, who passed this past weekend. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know much about Lyric. I believe she became popular because she went viral on Instagram or something of that sort, but she is well-liked and well-known by many celebrities and has battled brain cancer for a few years and um, recently passed. So prayers and love and light to her family. 13 years old is just way too young to be taken from this world, but it's good to know that the short time that we did have her, she served as an inspiration to many kids and adults alike so um rest in peace lyric um the latest yeezys were released and sold out in a minute i kudos to kanye i don't know why y'all spend so much on them ugly ass shoes but you know hey what y'all eat don't make me shit so congrats to everybody who got them i don't know if he'll be releasing more but i do know this is probably welcome news for him since he's on the heels of a divorce and most likely has to crank out millions to that ex of his so kudos to kanye congrats king speaking of kings and kanye um you know, there are Kanye-type wins, like I just mentioned, with his Yeezy selling out. And then there are, you know, Big Brother, Jay-Z-type wins. And um, if I have to pick, I'm going with Jay all the way. Because these most recent partnerships, that motherfucker no business. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can sell shoes and have them sell out in a minute or, you know, you can have Square acquire title for... 297 million dollars you know what i'm saying like you could push yeezys or you could do a 50 percent acquisition deal with moe hennessy and ace of spades like it's just levels to this business shit and i am by no means trying to take away from what little brother is doing but these deals that jay is pushing y'all better study that man like seriously study motherfucking jay-z i stand beyonce down boots and she will always be queen in my eyes and in my world but baby that king that she got next to her real deal king shit salute to jay-z on these partnerships that he has cooking up i am truly impressed by his portfolio i'm inspired by the moves that he's made like if you know where jay-z has come from and you look at where he is now I am just like, he makes me want to learn business and how to be better at it and, and what moves are the right moves to make. It's just amazing to watch. Salute to motherfucking Sean Carter. Um, 
Lil Uzi Vert and JT have been causing quite a ruckus in these Twitter and Instagram streets. And uh, quite a few things confuse me. Now, I don't judge love, but baby, the way JT goes up for Lil Uzi Vert, honey, you would think this nigga was Idris Elba or, you know, Morris Chestnut, maybe a little Shamar Moore, although Shamar Moore be giving a little, you know, um but yeah i and again no tea no shade people that are less than attractive deserve love as well but baby she goes up for this man and i'm just i'm just quite lost uh she's been spending a lot of time on twitter cussing people out who have judged their relationship she did this whole back and forth with his ex-girlfriend. Um, he's been giving her lots of, you know, social PDA on the gram and calling her the one and the love of his life. And, you know, I think that's wonderful. I just don't understand why we got to know. Like, I don't I'd be happy, but yeah, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but um, I wish them well. I hope that they can figure out how to make it work while also staying out of drama because I enjoy JT. I just enjoy her more when she's doing music and not cussing people out. So uh, best wishes to them. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something. There's probably something crazy that happened last week, but I am blanking and I really want to get to their eyes I watching because I am pissed. So that's going to wrap up the square business for the week. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. All right, so this week's Their Eyes Are Watching Behind Her Eyes. Now, normally, I don't like to spoil shows too much, so I usually give this overview of the show. That will not happen at this point. So if you have not seen Behind Her Eyes, I'm going to ask that you pause or fast forward here because I'm about to spoil the shit out of this show because I am livid. Um, Behind Her Eyes is a British, like, psychological thriller type show. It is basically about a single mom who has an affair with her uh, boss and also befriends his psychotic wife. What has irked my spirit is that the main character, Luis, is black. The boss and the wife are white. Louise spends a lot of the show minding business that ain't hers. And she ends up getting her own self fucked up because she couldn't stay out white people business. And I feel owed an explanation. Um, I feel owed an apology is this what the black British people do? Like y'all don't know the rules that you stay out of white folk business. Like y'all, what is this? Is this what's happening across the pond? I need to know. I need answers because Louise was out of pocket from the root to the tooth. Now the way that she meets the man that she has the affair with in fairness was not her fault. He was out at the bar. They hit it off. Good. They end up, you know, kissing or whatever. She did not know who he was at the time. But the minute that you realized that A, he was your boss and B, he was married. Why you ain't back the fuck off? 
Okay, and then you decide, all right, I'm going to fuck this nigga. Like, you know, it is what it is. I'm, you know, I'm single. I'm a mom. I, you know, I need to get my rocks off too. Okay, I no judgment here. I've slept with somebody's husband before. But when you got to that point, why didn't you just take what you needed and go? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you fucking with somebody's husband like that, you're supposed to take the dick to go. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no staying over. This is not like, you know, where you go to the restaurant, you sit down, and you have your four courses or whatever. No, baby, you in the drive-thru. You take the dick and then you go. What in the world possessed you to fall for this woman's husband and then also decide, well, I'm going to just be her friend. Hopefully, that'll make me feel better. What the whole fuck? And then you you got so deep in it, Louise, that you done now left your dick on the table. You ain't even getting the dick no more. You so consumed by this situation. You now riding on the, the wife team? What? I don't. What? This is why Adam, this is why your son wanted to go off to Paris with his daddy and, and the daddy new wife. Because... Adam knew my mama on some other shit. Let me just go and test out this new lifestyle in Paris with, with my other family. Cause mommy going to get shit fucked up. And sure enough, sure as my name is Maestro, Louise got herself fucked up. Everybody told Louise, mind your goddamn business. Her best friend told her to mind the business. The bakery owner from the other city told her to mind her goddamn business. Hell, the nigga she was fucking told her, hey, stay out my marriage now. You don't, you don't want none of these problems. You're going to get hurt. Everybody telling Louise to mind her motherfucking business, and she couldn't manage to do it. Now, you reading journals and wrapped up in voodoo and dealing with all type of shit that you don't even know nothing about, falling behind Adele. A.K.A. Rob's ass. Now, now, what the fuck is Adam going to do? What he supposed to do? Because, see, one thing about them churn, them churn be knowing. Soon as she pulled up to the door for pickup, Adam was like, mm-mm, them ain't my people. Them ain't my people. Now, he riding off in the sunset with David and a bitch that looked like his mama but ain't his mama for real. And he sitting in the back seat. He know. He already know. Who is this woman? You talking about going on a cruise? You don't like ships. Like, What's what's Adam daddy name? Ian. Somebody page Ian and Lisa stack. Get the baby out of the situation. Like this show really pissed me the fuck off because it violates every rule that we know as niggas. We do not get in white people business. We let white people handle their own shit. So girl, I, I ain't mad at you for getting some dick. I get it. I'm a single mom, you know, and all that stuff. So I understand that you need a little dick every now and then. But what you do not do is have a full-on relationship with the man you have an affair with. What you do not do is befriend the wife. And what you damn sure don't do is take the wife's side over your dick side. Girl, you here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to get your rocks off. When it becomes about more than that, that means it's time to go. So I don't know what y'all doing over there across the pond. I don't know how they do it in Britain. I don't. But... I'm finna tell y'all right the fuck now. If you are listening to this across the pond, stay out the motherfucking people business. Because you're going to end up like Louise, okay? Stay out white people business. Let them handle their own shit. If you want the white dick, go get the white dick and take your ass back home, okay? Don't go investigating. Don't go asking questions. That shit ain't got nothing to do with you. Once the dick is off the table, you out the door. Shit. Who that show? It was good, y'all. I mean, you should go watch it. It was it, it it was good, but my God, my God, it pissed me off. There's talks of a season two. Um, 
I would absolutely tune in because Rob got to get what's coming to him. For sure. Like somebody got to take that motherfucker out. And I would I would want to see a season two of that. But if you have not watched it, please go to Netflix and tune into Behind Her Eyes. It's probably going to piss you off the way it pissed me off, but it's a good watch. And that is what their eyes are watching. Okay, that's going to do it for the show this week. Um, Well, I guess I'm supposed to have a maestro moment. I really don't have one. Um, My birthday was this past weekend, and so... There was a lot of love and support and well wishes that came my way. And I'm just choosing to cling to those things, right? I am not going to sit here and flex like bad things don't happen to me, that I don't go through the same sort of bullshit that y'all experience on a day-to-day basis. I'm just deciding not to give energy to that. I want to focus on people that love me. I want to focus on people that care about me people that genuinely support me and want to see me happy and see me win there are people that I didn't hear from um, that I would have liked to hear from there were people that didn't show up for me the way that I would have liked them to show up but why would I turn my attention to them and not to the people that did show up for me to the friends that called and prayed for me that sent me flowers that sent me gifts I got videos and voice notes and all type of things. And I am just choosing not to give a fuck about the people that didn't do that. Like that don't celebrate and don't support me. Like I get it. I ain't for everybody and that's okay. So I guess that's my maestro moment is stop giving energy and life to things and people that don't serve you. I know you want their love. I know you want their attention. I know you may miss them. But that place and space that they had in your life is is done. And the sooner that you let it go, the sooner God can fill that space with what's supposed to be there. The people and the things that are supposed to be there to fill that area. Because you ain't going to get it back. It's not going back. If God wanted you to have it, he would have restored it. And he did not. And so I guess that's my maestro moment is, you know, water the things in your life that are going to help you bloom and everything else, girl, let that shit go. That does it for this week's episode of Fears Unfiltered. As always, I love you guys for listening. Until next time, love yourself, be good to your family and friends, and always remember to make the most of every day that God gives you. Talk to you later. Peace.